Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our natural friend Jim Gilbert. Brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks that make the best patio furniture in the whole world called By the Yard. Before we hear from Jim, let's uh, talk a little bit about Lee and Pam at their beautiful store for nature lovers, that is Cardinal Corner. They say again that uh, this time of the year, th- think of those nesting birds, starting with wood ducks and bluebirds. Speaking of which, Cardinal Corner has those beautiful Peterson bluebird kits that will help you track the bluebirds to your yard or maybe even start a, a bluebird trail. Of course, they have the freshest bird seed you're going to find anywhere in town at Cardinal Corner. And have you signed up for their monthly newsletter yet? All kinds of tips and stories, just go to cardinalcorner.com to sign up. Uh, we hope you stop in and see Lee and Pam. They're located in West St. Paul, Butler in South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center location. They always like to chat with you. 651-455-6556 or again online at cardinalcorner.com. Pay them a visit though. You'll see that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Happy Easter to you, Jim, and your family. It's officially 12 degrees in the Twin Cities. Oh, 12. Okay. Well, we're um, out a little farther away, so it's 9. 9. Wow. Single digit. Wow. And as our listeners probably know, I'm calling from the northwest side of Lake Waconia, uh, about 30 miles west of of downtown Minneapolis. But I've, I've been watching this full moon. It's low in the west. You probably saw it. And your rearview mirror on the way to work. Absolutely, morning. I sure did. <laughs> and I'm and I'm out there nine nine above just a few minutes ago, and listening to black capped chickadees, white breasted nuthatches calling their spring their spring songs, and uh, off in a distance heard the double squawk of a ring neck pheasant, and several red winged blackbirds trilling just like just like you'd hear on a normal spring morning. So like, and uh, Julie Brophy, who lives in Victoria, just in Bill in Victoria, said that huge numbers of of dark-eyed juncos. So it's like the the ground was crawling with. She knows that yesterday, yeah, for the first time, and, and we did here too. We've always had a few here all winter, but now just many, many of them. So um, the the moon is low in the west, and March thirty first was the second full moon in March, and called the blue moon. Um, consulting astronomer Rod Nerdall says that it's unusual to have, you know, two blue moons, that's two different months, in the same year. It happened uh, in 1999, 19 years ago, and the next time will be in 2037, uh, 19 years from now. Wow. Um, And Danny, this Chinese space station... Oh yes, supposed to fall out of orbit. Um, uh, Rod Nerdall says that the latest is that possibly 
between 7 p.m. tonight, Central Daylight Time, and 3 a.m. Monday morning, it should come in. Mm. But um, no, like, zero chance of it striking uh, North America. Oh, oh no, so, no, so there's no, there's no chance it's going to hit in the Yeah, US. according to the orbits and, and what he has studied and looked at and okay. read about and so on, he really keeps track of these things. Very good. And then he said, uh, look up uh, tomorrow morning at uh, 6 o'clock or, you know, close to that. Mars and Saturn have been close together, and they're going to be at their closest point, just a little over a degree apart. Uh, tomorrow morning, about six. You look in the in the south southeast. So that's for astronomy. Now, and this is astronomy too. Sunrise was six fifty four this this Easter Sunday morning, and sunset seven forty one. So, Denny, that gives us twelve hours and forty seven minutes of daylight. I know it's cold out there, but boy, when you if you get in a place out of the wind, by the way, there's little or no wind out here now. Get in a place that you can just feel that sunlight on you. You really can. That's true. Yes. But, uh, and Denny, this is the same amount of sunlight as we expect to have on September 10th. So, uh, you know, these days are getting long. They so, are. And it's, it's doing its job even in the 20-degree range. It's melting. So I know. Did you know, like yesterday, we had two inches of snow and, you know, some ice from some rain. And, uh, yeah, I went out and shoveled. But it our whole driveway just cleared off. Yep, exactly. That's that's what happens in, in, in this time of the year. Anyway, we're gaining three minutes and a few seconds daylight each day. We've gained 22 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And as of today, exactly four hours of daylight has been gained since uh, December 21st, the winter solstice. Four hours. That's great. And we still have two hours, 49 minutes of daylight to gain by June 21st, the June or what we call summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere. The normal high for the day is 50. The normal low is 31. Records for the day, get this when you think about 12 above at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport right now. 12 above. Okay, just think of this now. The record high for the day, 84. In the Twins, this is Twin Cities, now this is in Phoenix, 84, <laughs> said in 2015, just three years ago. But on the other hand, the record low is 9, said in 1975, and if I look at Pioneer Records, there was a plus 1 recorded at Fort Snelling on this date in 1843, a plus 1. The most snow we received in this date in recorded history, 4.6 inches on this date in 2002. And now uh, this moon will set at 7.41. People can watch it go down and will uh, rise again tonight at 9.07. And our next full moon is April 29th. A year ago today, April 1st, 2017, we had a low of 35 and a high of 66 in the Twin Cities. Migrating common loons were seen on Twin Cities aerial lakes as they were moving north, and they had arrived in some of the northern lakes, which were losing their, their, their ice covers. Lawns were starting to green up. This is a year ago today. Silver maples were blooming and quaking aspen trees, shedding pollen, and the western chorus frogs were calling. 
Also on April 1st, the ice was ice out date last year for Lake Osakas, that's in Todd and Douglas counties, Big Sauk Lake, which is right near Sauk Center, and Rock Lake near McGregor. Ice outs April 1st, 2017. Ice out for Lake Minnetonka last year was March 27th. Now, looking, thinking about that, right now, Tom Theogis from, he lives on Gilmore, at the edge of Gilmore Lake, that's uh, near the little town of Dorset in Hubbard County. 26 inches of ice there, and then plus a lot of snow on top of the ice. Last year, the ice out date for Upper Bottle Lake, that's also in Hubbard County, was April 5th, and now the ice cover is 24 inches with snow on the top. That's according to Bill Jones. And I have another ice out date. Um, this would have been Little Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County. Ice out last year was March 29th, and now, according to Jim Hovda, 28 inches of ice covers the lake. So it's, you know, huge difference. Maple syruping reports. I've got lots of good reports on maple syruping. Our neighbors, uh, Jeff and Lynn uh, Keenholz, have just 10 taps off just to make enough maple syrup for their family and for friends. But um, they uh, made their first batch of maple syrup last weekend, and they said the syrup has turned out beautifully this year. Clark McNamus from East Bay Sugarbrush, located near the northeast side of Lake Waconia, says that this could end up being a good year, but it's been slow getting started. He said the quality of the syrup this year, though, is awesome. Don and Mary Summers from Summerskogan Sugarbush in Minnetrista, they have a thousand taps out and are using the modern vacuum and tube setup. They're able to collect 750 gallons of sap this past Friday. That was their best run of the season, at least so far. Sugar content has been averaging 2.5%. With the help of their son Peter and their daughter Erica, they boiled sap and made 57 gallons of syrup this past Friday from sap collected during the week. Diane and Dave Hearing, who have a sugar bush uh, on their farm near Waterville, made their fifth batch of syrup yesterday. The syrup is a great flavor. They had their best sap flow this past Friday, that had been just the 30th of March. They collected 120 gallons from 114 taps. And uh, sugar content for them has been right around 3%. Diane and Dave Hearing also report that the Cannon River is open, and so when it enters Lake Sakata, it makes some more open water. And at Warsaw by Wells Lake, lots, lots, some open water there too, and that's making for lots of waterfowl arriving, these migrating waterfowl from coming in. Friday, Dave at, at 6.30, uh, Dave Hearing heard uh, wild turkey gobbling, Yesterday, there was an influx of dark-eyed juncos in their yard, too. And this past Wednesday, on the warm day, the warm day of Wednesday, the temperature in the low 50s, uh, they noticed green leaves, just tiny, tiny new green leaves on violets and bedstraw. Those are a couple of wildflowers in their sugar bush. That's there in near Waterville. Tundra swans have returned to southeastern Minnesota and the open Mississippi River from the East Coast where they winter from the Chesapeake Bay 
Maryland area to North Carolina. And they'll be heading to the Arctic Circle, but they're hanging around now the Mississippi River area because of open water. But they also move out into fields. Um, Birder, uh, Father Martin Siebenhaller from Hastings, saw hundreds of tundra swans in a field near Hastings yesterday. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northville last Sunday saw about 500 tundra swans in a field near Hastings and hundreds more in corn and soybean stubble fields between Cannon Falls and Northfield. And again Thursday, Ray saw a field full of tundra swans near Prairie, or excuse me, Prior Lake. And naturalists and teachers Art and Barb Straub report from the Sewer, the Sewer area, that this past week was the best they've ever had for observing tundra swans in stubble fields. Their largest flock was 300 and some that they saw. On Wednesday, Gail um, Weberdink saw 800 to 1,000 tundra swans in a field near Vermilion. Now, Vermilion is in Dakota County. So lots and lots of these tundra swans being seen. Oh, hey. Yes. Did you, use, did you use your by-the-yard furniture as a snow gauge yesterday? Well, I did, and it's cleared <laughs> off already, as you know. That, that sun came around the backyard, and boy, there there, there it was. I just have to tell you, Russ Ritberger called me, and we do his report later on, but he said, we had six inches of snow. They live, um, oh, along Bass Creek and Brooklyn Park, but six inches of snow. He said it fell right on their by-the-yard table. <laughs> and he went out and measured it on the table. Well, Jim and I love this furniture. It's not only a CCO Land family-run business, but it's, uh, it's it's talk about a green company. I'm not talking about the color. I mean, they, they make this furniture, very substantial furniture. Jim and I mention that all the time. Out of recycled plastic milk jugs, they are now this weekend, Jim, and as you know, at the uh, Home and Garden Show at the yes. uh, convention center. Yes, the two- their advertisement on television, heard it on the radio. Yeah. And there have been a lot of people there looking at it. Well, really, now is the time to get there. You, know, you you can get the same deal. You don't have to go to the show if you can't make it. Uh, but again, it's this weekend and next weekend at the convention center. You're going to save hundreds, not only on the furniture, but on delivery as well. This is, by the yard, the only Minnesota manufacturer of maintenance-free outdoor furniture in Minnesota. There are a few knockoffs out there, so be careful. There's a huge difference. Uh, by the Yard is the best. Now, if you can't get to the show, as I mentioned, a lot of folks call after Jim's show. Uh, you can go to the showroom. Jim and I recommend you do that. A lot of great ideas there. Uh, or online. That makes it easy. Bytheyard.net. Bytheyard.net. You're going to save there. Or here's that toll-free number folks use to call uh, to get that catalog. 877 888 or Jim and I recommend head to the, uh, the Home and Garden Show or down there on 169 at that beautiful yeah. showroom. Very showroom. easy. Yeah. Have two places where you can go see it. I saw some at Bachman's. This, oh, this that, yeah, week. that's right. They, they, they yeah. help out there too. Absolutely. Yep. Well, what else do you have, Jim, in the next couple minutes or so? Okay. Well, um, Russ and Sandy Ripberger uh, live on the edge of Bass Creek, which is, which is wide open. I'm sure there's some more ice on it today, but it was wide open. And um, they're the people that have a Bass Creek right in Brooklyn Park, but they're the people that have 45 wood deck nesting boxes on a half-acre lot. And it's really neatly done. I've been in their yard. It's just so, I, as people would say, so cool. Uh, the first 
two wood ducks. It was a pair, male and female, arrived March 19th, and by yesterday, the number of wood ducks returning was up to 30. Now, Russ is feeding the wood ducks corn. He scatters corn out there for them. He said that on Wednesday, when the temperature reached 52 degrees, that was our warmest so far in 2018, the wood ducks were flying in and out of the nesting boxes, but they didn't Friday and Saturday. Interesting, when it got cooler and and weather was threatening and so on, quit doing that. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live uh, near the Cannon River on the edge of Northfield, report, of course, the Cannon River is open, and uh, the fuzzy silver-gray pussy willow catkins, those are the fuzzy things, are out. So now pussy willow twigs can be cut and brought indoors for a touch of spring. These are These are native plants. They noticed an influx, and that means an increase in numbers of dark-eyed juncos yesterday. And also yesterday, Ray and Marlene counted 25 different species of birds coming to their feeding station, including fox sparrows, many dark-eyed junk cardinals, morning doves, and the first of the year, chipping sparrows. Tom Bovers and, and his wife, Lisa, they're great birders from, from Fairboat. This past week saw three different snowy owls near Nurse Trent. I thought all the snowy owls had gone to the coast of the Arctic already, but no, they're still around. So the last one they saw was Friday, March 30th. Yesterday was a, what, a, what he calls a fallout of migrants. A warm front in the very early morning may be what brought many migrating birds in, including his first severe common snipe, Hermit thrushes, Eastern Phoebe, also many golden crown kinglets, huge influx of dark-eyed juncos, American tree sparrows, song sparrows, fox sparrows, and because of the open water, the Cannon River running into Wells Lake and other spots there, right in Faribault, there's so many migrating waterfowl, including canvasbacks, ringneck ducks, lesser scalp, three species of mergansers. Northern shovelers, and of course, many wood ducks. Mary Brisland from Lutzen reports seeing a great gray owl. That's our biggest owl that you can see right along the North Shore. Other people have reported seeing the great gray owl, too. In her yard, a dozen common red poles are coming to eat, including one hoary red pole. There's a rarer. And um, also at their feeding station, of course, the flying squirrels come each evening. And a bobcat also has been coming. Wow, bobcat! Well, one yeah, more nature. One more nature own. notes yeah. here. Uh, Tom, this came from Tom around Lake Marshall, uh, seeing uh, watching a pair of eagles nesting on Lake Marshall, a small two hundred acre lake in Lyon County. So, thank you, Tom. Uh, Tom, for that. Uh, Lyon and, County, okay, way out west. An attempt okay. six degrees. The texter says in Corcoran, six degrees, six degrees in. in- We have to run, Jim. We wish you the happiest of Easter, you and your family. You too. Happy Easter, and have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Jim. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning for Nature Notes here on 830 WCCO. We'll have a look at uh, weather coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.